Welcome back to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. The word of the day is anti-Semite. Anti-Semite, a person who is hostile to or prejudiced against Jews. Seems to be a lot of that going around currently. Seems like it's gaining a lot of steam. Makes you shake your head. Let's go over one of the probably most famous anti-Semites, bigots, racist, uh, just all-around deplorable person, Mr. Louis Farrakhan. American-born, leader of the Nation of Islam, 87 years old, and just a nasty individual. Besides his incoherent, racist ramblings about pretty much every other race except African-American. He tends to focus in quite a bit on being an anti-Semite. He does hate Jewish people. He has some accusations against him that he was involved in the plot to assassinate Malcolm X in 1993. Uh, In a speech that he gave, Farrakhan seemed to confirm that the Nation of Islam was responsible for the assassination. And to show you what type of a sweetheart person he is, I'm going to read you uh, a portion of one of his speeches. That way you can get a, a real feel if you've never seen him on TV or you've ever heard him speak. You get an idea what type of person he probably is. Quote, We don't give a damn about no white man law if you attack what we love. And frankly, it ain't none of your business. What do you got to say about it? Did you teach Malcolm? Did you make Malcolm? Did you clean up Malcolm? Did you put Malcolm out before the world? Was Malcolm your traitor or ours? And if we dealt with him like a nation deals with a traitor... What the hell business is it of yours? You just shut your mouth and stay out of it. Because in the future, we're going to become a nation. And a nation got to be able to deal with traitors and cutthroats and turncoats. While white man deals with his, the Jews deal with theirs. End quote. Sounds like a real sweetheart to me. Doesn't seem too much hate in that message, you think? <laughs> you think it's just a, a just a tiny bit of hate being thrown out there? Apparently, he don't like the white man. Big shocker there, because he's part of Nation of Islam. And he uh, certainly called out the Jews. And he definitely, at a minimum, put himself into running for them eliminating Malcolm X. So that kind of shows you the type of person he is, Um if you've never, like I said, heard him speak or seen him, he is, uh, he's pretty nasty when you listen to him. But let's continue on with him. The uh, Southern Poverty Law Center classifies Farrakhan's Nation of Islam as a hate group and a black nationalist organization. Farrakhan is the leader, and he frequently preaches the theology which claims black superiority over whites. Um, According to the uh, Nation of Islam, whites were created 6,600 years ago as a race of devils by an evil scientist named Yacob, or Yacob, I don't know exactly the correct pronunciation of it, but you can tell we're looked upon very poorly 
<laughs> to, to say the least. Um, at a event in Milwaukee, August 2015, Farrakhan, uh, during a speech, white people deserve to die, and they know. So they think it's us coming to do it. How could one person have so much hate in their heart and spew such hatred and racism and threatening remarks to whites and Jews. It's really, uh, really despicable that this man even has a platform to speak on, but he does. Even Fox soul was going to give him uh, around the 4th of July. He was supposed to do some type of speech and they were going to air it on, you know, their program. They decided at the last minute to cancel it. I don't see how anybody gives this man any airtime to come on there and spew such hatred and such racist remarks. But, you know, I guess if you're black or maybe just if you're Farrakhan, you get a free pass. Because God forbid if you had any type of extreme uh, white neo-Nazi doppelganger version of himself they would never give him a platform he's not going to get up there and spew hate like that and anybody's going to put him on tv it's just not going to happen so there's your double standard of why can he do it and spew hate towards jews towards whites but you don't have a white guy up there spewing hate towards blacks and towards whatever else double standard best word for it so over the course of the last couple of weeks, you've had Nick Cannon, where they're showing an episode where he is basically mimicking a lot of Farrakhan's points, saying that white people are lesser, more like animals, uh, they're devils, uh, the Jewish community, he's attacking them, saying they're devils, they run everything, and he's surprised when they let him go from his position at uh, CBS. I mean, real, real big surprise there. You know, you, you spew stuff like that, and you expect to actually keep your job? You know, you, are you that big of a fool? And even if, after that, he came out with this long, piss-winded apology to his Jewish brothers, and he's sorry for the hateful remarks, he doesn't care. The, you know, the, the one thing that I think a lot of people miss is that celebrities and these stars, they don't care. They, they have a sense of empowerment that because they're extremely wealthy or that because they're on TV or whatnot, they can say and do whatever they want. And as long as you're on the left side, notice not the right side, only the left side, okay, you can say these things and actually get away with it. Because if any conservative, any said anything like that on a, you know, a mirror image of it on black, my God, you would be persecuted. You would be done, finished. Don't show your face again. You might as well move out of the country. But on their side, it's okay. You got people supporting him. You got people coming out in support of him. You got your LeBron James. You got Dwayne Wade. You got uh, Ice Cube. And then you have some of the athletes that are brave enough to come out and say stuff against it, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Surprisingly enough, with the whole Black Lives Matter thing, Charles Barkley, because Charles Barkley <laughs> is definitely uh, you know, questionable as far as race goes. If you've watched him throughout the years, he's definitely not an advocate for white people, but he might be one of the true 
uh, black lives, what it should stand for, that he actually does care about black lives, but he sees the organization and stuff for what they are. You also had another sports announcer. I don't remember his name offhand. He had a great segment where he went off about how he can't support them, and he backed it up with facts, why he can't support them. And, you know, when you, when you hit people with facts, that's the best way to argue with anybody because facts are irrefutable. You can't argue with me. You can't dance around it. It's not propaganda. It's not your opinion. This is what it is. And so he came out and said what he needed to say and was a, was a good thing. Um, but this anti-Semitic push, I don't understand it. I don't understand why we're attacking the Jews now. I myself am not Jewish. Growing up, we had plenty of Jewish friends. We had your traditional Orthodox Jewish people that lived around the neighborhood. And, I, you know, I don't see the hate towards them. I don't see why they're devils. They, by all accounts, are an average American citizen doing what they do, just like the rest of us do every day. So this constant push now, and it's strangely odd, it's coming solely out of the black community, and I don't know why, but there's a constant push now for this anti-Semitism that it's unfolding day by day. I'm sure we're going to get to the root cause of it. But it does pose an interesting question that people who complain about oppression, who complain about racism, who say you don't know how they feel in the narrative that Black Lives Matter is trying to paint and they're trying to paint uh, black people as uh, victims nonstop. It is interesting that now all these higher named people in sports and in music industry and in whatever are coming out and basically doing the same thing. Now you're hitting them back with racist remarks. Now you're attacking them being racist towards Jews and nobody's really condemning it, which is another curious question to me. Nobody has come out fully and condemned anything that they've said. The only people that condemn it are conservatives. Nobody on the left condemns it. It's like they get a free pass to spread as much hate, be bigots, with no repercussions. Makes you wonder why that is. It must have something to do with the less narrative because there really is no other reason for it. Generally, you know, the left is all about racism, racism, sexism, <clears throat> homophobes, xenophobe, and all that other good stuff because it fits their narrative. So somehow, some way, um, this anti-Semitic push must fit their narrative at some point. I don't see how. I don't see how they think it's beneficial. Maybe it's just there to throw us off, to get us to focus on something else like sleight of hand. So while you're paying attention to this hand, they're doing something with the other hand. It's a good potential. It's not a trick they haven't used before. Um, but I think that we'll find out hopefully sooner than later. Another thing they're doing is liberal colleges, heavily funded liberal colleges, you know, they're pushing the same views in the colleges. They're making these kids in college read anti-Semitic books. They're making them read books that paint conservatives out to be devils. Um, they're pretty much brainwashing these young minds going into college thinking you're going to get this, you know, top-notch grade-A education. And what they're really doing is they're turning out robots. Yeah, look what they've turned out so far. 
Black Lives Matter protest. All you see are young white kids. You hardly see any black kids at all. And most of them, you ask them why they're there or what they're doing there, I don't even think they know. Some of the answers you get are so mind-blowingly stupid that you just wish you didn't hear it because you just, one of those moments of life where you go, I'll never get that time back. Now there is 10 seconds of my life that can never be recuperated listening to the incoherent rambling of an insane child that knows nothing about what they're doing. Or statues they're pulling down. Why'd you pull down a statue? Because of racism. This guy fought for slaves for 30 years. It doesn't matter. It still, it's, it still shows racism. <laughs> no, it doesn't. He fought against it for 30 years. It doesn't show racism at all. Again, now more time of my life gone. Thanks for that little tidbit. You imagine the amount of money being spent by parents who are hoping to give their kids these great educations, hoping that it's going to provide them with a good future. You got a lot of first-time college kids going in there that first-generation family has never been to college, and mom and dad scraped together enough money to try to send them to school with this hope and this thought in their mind that they're going to become something great. They're going to be a doctor. They're going to be a lawyer. They're going to be a you know, a high executive accountant, uh, something. They're going to be wonderful. They're going to get a business degree. They're going to open some kind of business. They're going to do great, man. We're going to set them up with this great future. And this is the type of crap and garbage that they are feeding their minds. Conservatives are devils. Jews are devils. Come on, man. The Jews haven't been persecuted enough. Do they even teach them about World War II? You know, if you do believe in the Bible, it does say in the Bible that God's people will always be punished. And if you look back in time and if you look at all history, my God, the Jews have had it rough. And we're still going after them. Aren't we a better nation than that? I, at least on the conservative side, I know we are. I have never met somebody in my life that hates Jews the way these people do. I've never met somebody that says the things that these people say. They quote Hitler. They quote Farrakhan. They quote some of the most hate-filled, wretched people on the planet and think it's okay to spew that out for other people to listen to. I just haven't met anybody like these people for my whole life. I get along with everybody, with anybody. I'm just like an average normal person, like anybody else. Black, white, green, brown, Muslim, Jew, whatever. If you're a decent person, you're a decent person. If you're a piece of garbage, you're a piece of garbage, no matter what color you are. I know plenty of white people that are pieces of garbage. I know a lot that are great too. Just like I know black people that are pieces of garbage and Spanish people that are pieces of garbage. And I know Spanish people and black people that are amazing people that I got no problems with. Jews, Christians, Catholics, Baptists, Methodists, Muslim. I know them all. I don't have a problem with most of them. Some of them, if you're just a no good person, then you're just a no good person. It doesn't, to me, it's not about your color. It's about your attitude. And I would say most Americans are like that. We're going to judge you as Martin Luther King said. We're going to judge you by the content of your character, not the color of your skin, right? I mean, it's as simple as that. But man, they sure are judging Jews lately. If I was Jewish... I'd have a real problem with the entire 
liberal, leftist, extreme Democrat party today because not only are they after America, they're after you directly, and it is scary. That's the reason I started this podcast. I'm worried. I felt like I need to get out here and say something. It's scary what's going on right now. I've never seen an attack like this on the United States. And we got to fight back. You have to. The way you fight back is you have to stand up. Okay? You, when people come at you with stuff like that, with anti-Semitic remarks, calling you racist, trying to call you out, you've got to stand your ground. That's the only way it stops. If you take a knee, <laughs> take it, try to get me to take a knee. First of all, I'm a pretty big guy, so taking a knee for me is not pleasant on a normal day, let alone for a cause that I have absolutely no interest in, okay? But you, if you take a knee, you just give in to them. There is no solidarity with people like this. When you have an anti-Semite, you have racist people, you have nasty, fascist uh, extremists like this, you take a knee, then they're going to tell you to bow, when you bow, they're going to tell you to lay flat on the floor. When you lay flat on the floor, they're going to dig a hole next to you and put you in it. Okay? It, it just, it, there, there is no end. So you don't give an inch. You don't take a knee. You stand there proud. You know what you are. You know who you are. I don't need to prove to you if I'm racist or I'm not racist. I know what I am. And if I'm not racist, you calling me a racist don't bother me at all. Because guess what? I'm not. Just like 90% of America isn't. I know there's racism in the United States, in the entire world. Everybody does. Okay? Racism in every single community, not just the United States, not just uh, whites, not just blacks, not just Spanish, not just Chinese. Everybody. Black people can be as racist as white people. Spanish people could be as just as racist as white people. White people could be less racist than some of those races because I got to tell you, if you want to get real... Probably some of the most racist people that I've ever met are not white. I'm not going to call out no cultures, but they ain't white people. That much I can assure you. And right now, yes, I would say it's good to love. Everybody should love each other. Absolutely. That's a wonderful thing. We all got to preach love and solidarity. The problem is, is everything that's going on, this is an intentional assault to divide all of us. I think everybody knows that, or if you don't, and this is the first time you're hearing it, then hopefully you'll spread the news and tell a few other people that's what we're trying to do here anyways. But this is an assault. They're trying to divide us. They're trying to make us bitter towards other races. They're trying to get us all routed out, routed up towards each other. And if you stand strong and you stand resolve, they can't do it. It's not possible. You stand there with an iron fist, it's not possible. They can't knock you down. And that's where we got to do. That's what we have to do. Worldwide, global, that's what we have to do. Here in the United States, you know, that's why they're coming after us. We're the big fish. You hook the big fish, everybody else will fall like dominoes. You just got to take down that big fish first. Everybody else is easier. We're the big prize. We're the big tuna. It's unfortunate we got an arrow on our back like that, but they want it. They want the power. They want everything. So they're going to do everything they can to attack this country. They're going to do everything they can to go after all of us. Direct message to the Jewish community. 
you better think long and hard who you vote for. Because any vote for a Democrat in today's times is a vote for anti-Semitism. It is a vote for them to hate you. So think long and hard about November. You got 109 days. Think real hard about who you're voting for. Because right now, it's not about personality. I don't care whether you like Trump's personality or not. It's about policy. It's about somebody who comes in here and gets a job done. It's about a man that keeps his promises to you. It's about somebody who is not racist, who's not trying to separate us. He's trying to build this country up. He's trying to put money in everybody's pocket, make sure everybody has jobs. And anti-Semitic, he definitely is not. Because one of his kids is married to a Jewish person, converted to Judaism. So if he was against that, he'd be against his own children and grandchildren. I think that pretty much wraps it up on the anti-Semite deal. Um, I got a suggestion from my wife, and I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I appreciate everybody that's been listening so far, and the service that I use to put out my podcasts on all the different platforms uh, gives me statistics. It actually gives me uh, statistics of where the downloads are coming from, citywide, worldwide, So I'm going to just give shots out to cities right now of where I have my top 10 most downloads from. So if you're in this particular area, good chance if you're listening to this podcast, it's you. So I really appreciate you. So let's start. The Acreage, Florida. Ashland, Ohio. Cooper City, Florida. I'm sure I'm going to mess this up, but I want to say it's Cliché, Le de France. So... Somebody in France, if that's you, shout out to you. Uh, Flagami, Florida, never heard of that. Hollywood, Florida. El Paso, Texas. Calgary, Alberta. Country Cub, Florida. And, ooh, Wisconsin. Let's see. Oconomo, no. Oconomo Walk. Man, I'm sure I messed that up terribly. <laughs> I am totally sorry if I did, but Wisconsin, I'm hollering at you. I appreciate everybody. Uh, once again, you can check me out on Parlor at Joe Little, on Twitter at uh, LJCONSERCRN, the same at Gmail if you want to send me a message, tell me things I'm doing right, things I'm doing wrong. If you tell me how you really want to feel about me, it's totally up to you. Otherwise, God bless. Have a good night. We'll see you next time.